0: better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Get a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash work. Shopify.com slash work.
1: Spring is my favorite time to start a new workout routine. With the weather warming up, it feels easier to get into the rhythm of things. Whether you have 20 minutes or an hour for a Pilates class or outdoor guided walk, Peloton has everything you need to help you get going. Get a head start on summer with Peloton at OnePeloton.com. From a land far, far away where success is a long
2: shot and the struggle really is real, comes a voice from the depths of the concrete,
0: the bowels of the BX, a voice that can't be silenced, here to share his positivity. Welcome to the Hope of the Hood podcast. We made it. We made it all the way to episode three, man. Episode three, Hope of the Hood. I know some of you might have thought it was just going to be one episode. Some of you was like, oh, he's putting it out in two parts. He must not have the juice. Oh, but wait. We got the juice and the sauce. And we got the ingredients so we can make more. Episode three, man. I don't even know what to say about this episode. This might be the biggest episode that you've heard thus far. Even though we've had some huge episodes, y'all know if you've been paying attention. Thank you guys so much for listening. A lot of you guys reached out to me, made me feel important, made me feel special, made me feel like, wow, people are actually paying attention to this thing we're doing. And I want to say thank you to you guys that reached out, uh, retweeted, added us. But we got a special, special guest for this episode. And I'll tell you who it is in a few seconds. But before that, I want to do a little promoting. If you're following me, if you're in New York City, I got a few shows I do regularly each week. Every Monday, you can catch me at Bar Matchless for Broken Comedy at 9 p.m. The show starts at 9. You want to get there probably around 8.30 because it usually packs out. Um, You can always catch me there. You can catch uh, one of my ace boom boogie dudes, Mr. Michael Denny. He's also there. Mr. Nimesh Patel, you may have heard of him. Also, Mr. Michael Che, he might stop by here and there. Don't know if you heard of him, but he's pretty popping. And that's where you can catch me at every Monday. Uh, Once a month, I'm at the Secret Loft. You can follow my IG and see which date that is. And that's basically what's popping in my world right now. I'm feeling very good. Also, yo, if you love us, if you like us, if you listened to us before, please help us out by subscribing. uh, One, leaving a review. Two, and just, you know, checking for us whenever we drop something um you guys have been great so far we're only going up and it's all because of you guys thank you so much and uh keep tuning in so this episode right here as i mentioned before we got a very special guest one of my friends uh we've become friends recently uh but it's like one of those things where you just kind of feel like you've known someone forever that's the relationship we have uh she's amazing she teaches me a lot uh learn a lot from her and um I think at the, at the temperature the world is right now, it was just crazy that we got her at this time for the things that are going on in the entertainment industry and just in the world in general. You may know her as one half of Broad City. You may know her as one half of everyone's heart. You may know her as an idol, an icon, a leader. You may know her as someone that just makes you feel good when you're feeling bad. It's like when it's a cold day and you just get you a pumpkin spice or something and put a little henny in it. Just to make sure it has a little kick. I know her as a friend. Confidante. Compadre. Is a compadre a dude or a woman? I think it's gender, neutral. gender neutral. Compadre. You heard me right. We're politically unpolitical over here I just, I honestly, I just hope you guys enjoy the fuck out of this episode We talk about so much shit We talk about love, we talk about life We talk about ups, we talk about downs We talk about sexual harassment We talk about everything you want to hear from this woman You're going to love her And I hope you enjoy this episode with my friend, Alana Glazer, everybody There's one thing I want you to do for me What? Come here What? Win What are we waiting for? Take this. Let's do it. Alright, here we go. I'm so excited today to have um Miss Yas Bish herself. Mm. Uh, uh, <laughs> uh young young Hutzpa. <laughs> uh, uh, uh OG Jew Dog Official Uh uh The Big Homie. Uh uh, uh uh what else, Dan? Give me something.
2: The Glazer God?
0: The Glazer God <laughs> Young Glazer Donuts. Uh, make some noise. Well, you're not going to make some noise because you probably make noise in your headphones. But uh, shout out to Alana Glazer. We have her in the building. Hey,
1: today. y'all. So good I'm evening. Happy. Good morning.
0: So good afternoon. And good night. So
1: Thanks for having me. I'm happy to see you.
0: You never answered, though. What did you have for breakfast? Start there.
1: Coffee. Some nuts. Oh, a juice. I had a, a bougie juice.
0: What kind of bougie juice?
1: I don't know, a green juice, just green.
0: Was it custom? Was it from a press? Yeah, oh. it was a
1: plastic. Yeah, oh. not from a bottle. The bottle's kind of like mm, I'm not into that even.
0: So I don't. Even I love know. it
1: from a bodega, but this wasn't. Oh, maybe it was, but I somebody got it for me.
0: So <laughs> I, I don't really. I've heard of a juice press. What actually is a juice press? How do they press the juice? What is you it? You
1: mean the store? the store? Or like. A juice machine.
0: I don't know. I just heard the term juice press. It's like
1: a store. It's a chain of um, prepared, healthy meals and Mm. um, juices. Yeah. And yeah, it's pretty good. Interesting. I might
0: fucks with that. I might put that in the regimen soon. Yeah. Dude, uh, did I say that I'm super thankful that you came here today? Because it means a lot to me and the community and the society Mm. and everyone involved in Uh, the world today.
1: You're so welcome and thank you for having me.
0: No thank you. I said it first. Okay. Yeah. Just say yeah. Yeah. No I'm just kidding. I don't want to tell you what to say. Thank Um, you. Empathy. Here we go. Empathy. Great. Feelings. (sighs) The feels. Mm. What does that mean to you? I feel like you're a very caring person.
1: I am an empathetic person. I am an empath. I have empathy to a fault i absorb people's energy and their feelings i'm working on having more of like a hardened clear nail polish shell on my orb so that people's energy bounces off more than i absorb it um yeah i'm 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 good with that shit i'm intuitive about people's like feelings i grew up talking about my parents like talk about feelings and not everybody grows up with that it's really lucky and you know, everybody kinda has that empathic muscle and it just keeps like I got those muscles warm pretty early.
0: Do you think that's like super important as far as being a I guess a functional, respectful, functional person in society? Or?
1: I think like society's getting more empathic because we have more you know, the internet is like a big mirror and mm-hmm. the, the um smartphones are like a mirror for ourselves. So people are, like, thinking about feelings more on a mainstream conversation level. Um, I don't think people need it to succeed. I, um... Uh,
0: God (laughs) bless you.
1: Kombucha. belcha. Hey! Um, (laughs) Oh, my gosh, Petey. That's, like, how
0: instantly comfortable
1: I feel with you and how, like, you know, I just feel like I've, like, known you for longer than we have. And I'm just, like... Uh, that was a uh, an expression of it
0: Dude we're family Come on.
1: I think like some, There are like a lot of like uh, Tight ass Weirdo Dudes and white dudes Who mm-hmm. are like Incredibly Steve Jobs He wasn't an empath He was a fucking Weirdo right. He was My husband read the like Book or whatever The his like Huge like Chunky ass biography This dude first of all Cried Like a baby at meetings Cried And I'm not talking like Cool, like, whatever, like, like, like bawling
0: pretty
1: much, yeah. Sort of just like, no, like a baby cried. Oh, wow. He would also wash his feet in the toilet. He refused to, he hated showering like a child. Everybody was like, Shower, Steve, you stink. Literally, David was my husband, David. David <laughs> Shout was, out to David, David, love you, David, love him. Um, but David was like reading to me parts because he's like, You're not gonna fucking believe this. They they were literally like, he stinks. He's got a shower. And he was like, no, I will not shower Steve Jobs, who, like, is in my hand every fucking day. Right. Um, I don't think he – I think he was, like, you know, emotionally autistic or something. It was a fucking weirdo. And
0: th- so that was not an empath. Do you think his genius was um, – was – do you think his genius was enough to override his lack of empathy? Yeah, where people kind of just had to deal with I him? I don't
1: think he was required to have socially required to have empathy. So I'm like, that's somebody who
0: I fucking hate those people. To be honest. I don't really hate. Well, my like, really, yeah, I just like, like empathic
1: fucking. success. I just enjoy interacting with it more.
0: Right. But even as like a, a, like as a, on a, just a personal level, like. Empathy is a hug, dude. It's just like fucking feeling someone like, yo, I feel you, like I get it. Like- but you're an
1: empath, you're a lover. <clears throat> you know, you're just like literally born that way, born this way, as Gaga would say.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Um, I, I also think it's like genetic programming, and we can't even help it.
0: But do you, so, but like you said earlier, so do you think it was like a, a big part of the way you were raised? Like your parents kind of taught you how to. Um, express yourself and kind of let your feelings go and kind of listen to other people's, like, you know, understand Yeah, and feelings. my parents
1: would just, like, um, we would just talk about people. So we would, like, analyze them. Um, our family and, like, I guess, fr- uh, family friends. But our family, and we would just, like, analyze them. It wasn't like, don't say that about your elders. Right. We were, like, cracking jokes and, like, figuring it out emotionally. Not so much on ourselves, but on the surrounding people, and um, I think that's a huge part of what formed mine and dare I say my brother Elliot's comedy.
0: Mm, shout out to Young Elliot. Elliot. Uh, uh, all right. So, basically, this podcast, what I try to do is um, I try to get people that I, I I'm interested in, people that I like, on the podcast, pick their brains. People that are moving. You know, I, I don't mean like moving residencies. I mean, just moving, making moves, making busting dope moves. I make
1: money moves. You know what I'm
0: saying? Those are bloody shoes. <laughs> I make money move. And I Woo, be- shout out to Cardi B. Yeah, big shout out. Petey, to Cardi can B. I say
1: something right now? Please please just do. real quick please is that do. I have been telling everyone I've been quoting you on what you said about <laughs> Cardi B, which is that she was born out of the concrete in the Bronx. Mm-hmm. That is I'm like, get that phrase to that bitch. Get that phrase to that
0: bitch. She's a phoenix out of the concrete. It is
1: gorgeous. A phoenix out of the concrete. I've been, I've been, every time I listen to her, I'm like, Ooh.
0: Dude, she is, she's like one of my inspirations. Shout out to Cardi B. Please come on the podcast. So love you, Cardi you. B.
1: We all love you. Damn, every fucking video. Hilarious. She is not like, oh, she's so dope. She is like not trying, she's just trying to be, um. The most herself as possible, which is beautiful, and she's not trying to be beautiful for men. It's like there's something where her beauty is aimed that is like, it's
2: uh, it's for grasps my heart. But like you said, it's 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 her. She's not acting. That's just who she
0: is. Dan used to work with her. Yeah.
2: No way. I worked on love and hip hop. Oh, cool. What did you teach her about again? I taught her what a bar mitzvah was. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, oh. she did not know. She had no idea what it was, and then she said she wanted to have one.
1: That is so <laughs> funny. I I like love um, New Yorkers, usually black New Yorkers who like haven't met a Jew.
0: Oh, it's the, I'm Jewish now. I don't know if you knew that. What do you mean? I, they, well, the rumor in the rumor mill, they're saying that I could be Sephardic, and I'm just I'm, oh, I'm that makes sense. onto it. <laughs> that's it. Nobody can't. I don't. I'm that not, makes sense yeah. to
1: me. For like, just you could be Sephardic.
0: You could be Sephardic.
1: Yeah, I'm not. But I'm I just saying be. you could
0: have been if you if you I mean, I
1: mean, maybe way back or something. Um, but I love it. I'm like, how how the fuck have you been in this city without <coughs> bumping into a Jew? You right. look at your phone, you run, you shoulder a Jew in New York. I'm like, no. it's it's inc- I love it. It's incredible. And then I'm like their first Jew or whatever.
0: Dude, I think, who was my first Jewish person? I don't remember. But no, it's because, like, if you're from the city, like, for me, the thing about, like, I tell people, the thing with race, like, for me, where I grew up in the Bronx, it was just blacks, Puerto Ricans, and then the whites that were there, the white people that were there were just kind of poor like everyone else. So Mm. it was just like, we were all brothers and sisters. And it wasn't until I, like, left, and then it was like, oh, shit, different people in civilization. Right. I don't know. And right. I love, I think Jew- the Jewish, I love Jewish culture. I'll be honest with you. I love the, what's um, that? I love the, the, what's the word? Connectivity mm. and the way that, um, oh, I love that. I love the way that Jewish people promote their struggle and to keep it alive with their, uh, younger, younger, the kids and the That's next generation, cool. next generation, next generation. That's fucking
1: cool. Cause sometimes I find it annoying and I'm like, as I like learn more about, um, black people struggle in this country i'm Mm -hmm. like come on jews quiet now (laughs) let let the black people talk but that's fucking cool that you like that
0: but because i think as a i'm a black kid so like i or a black man i think um i look at that and i look at the parallels and i look at the differences as far as like say say a slave a slavery movie comes out tomorrow right The hood is going to be like, yo, another one. Why they don't got the Michael Jordan movie as opposed to embracing like, oh, this is our past. And this kind of keeps us conscious and, you know, holding on to something as opposed to, you know, holding on to stupid shit or like things that don't really mean anything.
1: Right. And they're still kind of experiencing it to a degree. So they're like, "Let, let me just escape. Yeah. Whereas Jews aren't experiencing that struggle, typically l- there are Jews that aren't, you know, whatever successful or <laughs> in entertainment or whatever, but like the majority of Jews are not living with that. I mean, ev- yes, everybody hates us and we experience no. racism. Okay, not in New York, but everywhere else. <laughs> everywhere <laughs> else they're like, "Get out of here. Get out of here, Jews." Good, like good point. but I just mean like um day-to-day lifestyle, typically mm-hmm. Jews aren't living that struggle or the the um residuals of their slavery. Mm. So that's what that's what annoys me, that that lack of when it's not distinguished. I'm like, oh yeah, we're like in danger and also don't leave our our like centers. I'm like stay, you know, stay in the safe zones. Mm -hmm. But um but you know, I don't know. It's I I kinda need that distinction
0: from a a Jew. It's all about distinction. Yeah. Uh, that leads to the next question. The next cue. The next cue. Thank you. (laughs) Thank you, Mr. Dan. Thank you, Dan. (laughs) Um, resistance on the way to getting it, on the way to getting to it. The resistance. How do you deal with? How do you deal with the resistance on the way? I'm pretty sure. What do you mean,
1: resistance to personal success from the world?
0: No, I just mean.
1: Or do you mean the resistance movement?
0: No, the resistance. Like, say. Especially with the temperature of what's going on now. Like there's always, I'm pretty sure there's always some sort of resistance at some point. Whether it be when you first started, you know, pursuing your dream, your vision. How'd you deal with those? It may have been a door closed in your face. It may have been, I don't know, it may have been someone maybe berating you. It may have been uh, somebody just denying you something that you know you deserved.
1: And the resistance changes over time. Like the... I think each, each height, each plane that you reach, um, there's, you know, it's like a fucking video game. There's a challenge on every level. There's a, the what? What do you call it at the end of a board? Boss. Boss. <laughs> a boss. There's a boss at every at. There's a challenge at the end of every level. You're like doing like little. Um, you're going through, or at least in Super Mario and Mar- original OG oh, yeah. Mario, which and Koopa. Uh, yeah, th- that's right. And also I, I. I can't believe i said mario so naturally because it's really mario to me but um there's like king koopa at the end of every board and mm-hmm. you go through like whatever like a little fire and like the little mushroom things or whatever but it's like nothing compared to the end of the board right. so i'm like each new level has its own resistance its own king, like form of king koopa i think just um how do i say it because it's kind of like every everything to me which is like you know just focusing on yourself connecting with your family chosen family your friends learning who you are I remember early on I, I like the phrase of like um finding your voice that was mm. big like I'm finding my voice I'm finding my voice you know like continuing to find my voice and also find my voice not just as a comedian but as a human as an American as a wife as a daughter as a sister you know it's like I want to um just thinking of I I think of it in that way where it's like comedy is one of the facets, and you know, as like a person try, trying to do yoga, like just like you know, even doing like a little flourish and like feeling like hot in this like move, right. you know, like even <laughs> just like like doing your best, you right. know, in each facet, and it's like fucking exhausting. So your
0: mindset in in these um whatever situations is basically do your best. No retreat, no surrender. And also acknowledging. It's so funny because I think like that too. Like I do think in life, everything we go through is like a level. Right. It's, it's crazy. It is like a video game. Yeah. Where And you're just like trying to defeat this next thing that le- like kind of stands in the way between where you are and where you right. want to go. That's right. Which is like, dude, I think. Like, for me, it's like, dude, I'm just ready for the fucking... I'm ready for the... I'm just ready for it.
1: Yeah, and it's like, is it brute strength that you're using to fight King Koopa? Is it strategy? Is it, you know, whatever the fuck. I don't know. Um, Your sexuality, you know what (laughs) I mean? (laughs) Right, right, right. Um, But, yeah, and, like, I'm not always that... I'm not always conscious like that, but I'm pretty conscious in that way. But I want to be the type of person who actually is more unconsciously flowing through these levels but i i'm in in my head a lot you know Mm -hmm. um but uh so i'm like not always that conscious about it but i i kind (coughs) of am in this conscious uh this conscious time Mm -hmm. and um i look forward to a time where i'm like less nerdy about it you know but this is where I'm at, like...
0: Well, when you say nerdy, it's almost like... It's funny, because it's like when Taylor said... "nerd." shout out to Taylor. When she, when she said she was doing some nerdy stuff. And you basically broke it down. And in my mind, I'm like, she's a fucking genius.
1: Who, me? Yeah.
0: Aww. In my mind, cause like, <laughs> hey. little things like that,
2: I'm like... Well,
1: you know, women are taught to apologize for their actions. Uh-huh. And I do it all the fucking time. And I'll start a fucking... You know, like, I want to say something, but I'll start it with an apology... And, yeah, so I've been breaking that shit down. And it's like, what are you sorry for? Doing a good job? Because we're told that women who do a good job are threatening and manly. You know, I'm like, you wish it was fucking manly. No, it's actually womanly to do a fucking good job at everything. Because we're trying so hard to prove because we're um, resisted.
0: Do you feel that? within doing comedy, it's helped you get in touch more or be able to define yourself more or or want to even define yourself more?
1: 100% and exclusively. Like, I'm only recently starting to... <sighs> recently, I'm like, uh, the past couple weeks, I've been thinking about living my life more because I'm like, I, I've only been living through comedy I mean, my whole life, you know, I always wanted to be a comedian. Um, and then to become it, it's like go deeper and deeper and deeper. And I'm, I'm realizing there's other roles in one's life. But comedy is totally the primary way that I define myself because I have been for 30 years defining myself at, as a comedian, even even before I was a comedian, you know, I, as a kid. Didn't yeah. you feel I – feel, I just feel like um, – I don't know. We just
0: have a similar thing. You know what it was? I don't know. For me, I think it was, um, it definitely was comedy, but it was more of uh, defining the character of who, of of my character, of like knowing like, all right, you're broke as fuck. You can't run fast. You can't fight good. (laughs) You know? And I was like, but you can make people laugh and people gravitate to the enjoyment. So that was just like, I fucking just fed that shit every day. Like whenever, even like if I'm hanging out at a club or I'm on stage and it's going well, very well, I feel like I'm in the lunchroom again. Like, dude, this is Uh, like we're just all in the lunchroom and, you know, I'm going to try to make people laugh. But uh, so, yeah, defining my character, Mm. though, was like definitely I feel like comedy made me delve even deeper into the parts where probably things that a therapist would ask me I Mm found myself asking myself crying sometimes Mm -hmm. you know what I mean just like damn this is like the reality of being your face and you just ignore it and then when you really pay attention to it you're like wow this is sad (laughs) as fuck how can I make it funny
1: yeah (laughs) yeah totally Which is it was like uh, an opportunity and a service for you it seems how you came to it but also it must have just been in your genes Oh yeah I mean, it's i just, always been in you.
0: I was gonna get my ass beat one night and my mom laughed and and I, that was it from then on. Wow I was like, dude, <laughs> I just want to make and then I you know there were people comics or uh humorous things that were on that made adults laugh that I was like, I want the power to make these adults with bills and you know when you're young, the adults are the only ones that get super serious or stressed out. You're a kid, you don't think about that. Right. so if you can make them laugh or break that serious adult shit. Then you're it's like, like you're oh, important you got some to kind the of adults. power. Yeah, you got some kind of, hey, do that thing that you do right. that, the, the, your mom, be like, come here, do that thing that you do, and right. then the friends are laughing.
1: Beyond just being like cute, it's like something you can actually, that the adults actually need from you.
0: I used to do this thing with my sister every fucking time there was a function it was called midget city oh we saw (laughs) that
1: is so 90s that is
0: so 80s and 90s you know the subway dancers as we know them today back in the day there was these i would just mimic everything that i would see so it was these kids they would get on the train basically before they had the pole dancing down they would like there was one of these routines where one kid would sit on the other kid's stomach and the kid who's on his back will put his legs up and the kid on top of him will put right his shirt right, over. right 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 and then me and my sister yes, would go yes, yes, yes. to midget city Ooh, ah, ooh that ah, is and like,
1: so funny they would
0: love that that was our first that was the first cool. uh where's
1: your sister at
0: uh she's in jersey now <clears throat> excuse me she got a family yes she does have a family uh she has like what four kids four children dumb um your boy been a uh, uncle since i was like five wow no, i'm just not five like i don't know, like uh, 12
1: cool like a 12 year old uncle that is so powerful
0: t- i was in cl- i was in school like yo what you guys do this summer you need to stop fucking around i had yeah. a, i had a nephew this <laughs> summer man <laughs> right. got,
1: i had one i got Aww. bills to pay now man i got b- <laughs> christmas
0: gifts to get man <laughs> fuck you guys talk about hot weather.
1: so windows? cute that's cool all right
0: you mentioned uh my man david the scientist also known as the hus- the huzzy, the
1: husband, the huzzy, the huzzy huzzy, husband.
0: I was going to ask you, how do you find time to juggle the hustle and the snuggle?
1: Oh my gosh, I love that question. Um, we are pretty connected. We're because
0: um, you're you're on the grind constantly. It never ends. Like, sometimes, like, if I text you and, like, you don't text back, I'm like, I don't even, I'm like, dude, she's probably, you're busy, dude, you you're know, fucking hustling like dot, a motherfucker. I keep
1: the blue dot so I get back to the person. I always try. Because I got to keep it unread unless, or else I, then I have to remember it, you know? Mm-hmm. I had your, um, a text of yours. It was two messages. And I had it on the blue dot for days because I didn't want to forget dude, cool. it. It was, um. Cause I like to like get back when I, whatever, when I in the right get full space. attention. Yeah, yeah yeah I'm the same way. I'm, right. I'm getting there. Yeah. Right. <laughs> <laughs> um, but we're like constantly connected. We're, we're pretty communicative and um, connected. So we like text a lot. If we're not together, we, we text and FaceTime a lot, but um, I don't know. We just talk a shit ton. We talk about what happened in our day. We talk about, um, and this is every day. Yeah. Okay. Tope. I mean, you know, if sometimes when we're apart, when I'm like in L.A., that will like days will go by that we're, we we check in or it'll even be. I can't even not. I also like I can't even not check in with him. I just miss Yo, him do, too much. Do, do he I ever, fucking get love Because this happened
0: to me. My girl was out of town. Right. I know you look at me. You guys are thinking he's chiseled out of cast iron. But yes. I, I break down sometimes and right. I get sick. I get right. owies. I get. You know, your boy had, I came down with a fever a few weeks ago. My girl's out of town. Fuck. Dude. She was like, why don't you run the bath? I'm like, I don't know how. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) I was like, Um. I want to, but I can't. Um. And then it was like. People were like, you should eat a clove of garlic. And I'm like, I can't. So I got like garlic hummus and like garlic chips. That is
1: hysterical. (laughs) Not the same. That is so funny.
0: It did not help me. But like, is your your husband, like, does he have those moments where it's like you're out of town and he's like, I need
1: you? No, I have them more than he does. I have them more than he does. He's really, um, also really empathic, really emotionally intelligent. It's wild. He's, um... Like smarter than I am in those ways and challenges me in those ways. He is so smart. So I when I was in LA this past time, I was there for like ten days. I got a second degree burn all up the top of my leg, the back of my leg, up to my ass. How? This like bandages it. Hot water in the car. It was just an accident. It was just a weird fucking accident. I was such a I mean, it was it was bad. It hurts so much. Did you go to the ER? No, I was on my way to um, work to a set, so they had a medic there, and oh, then I and then they like called a doctor. It was it was it is so huge. It was wild. It was fucking wild. Um, I was such a mess. I was like I wanted to just be a baby. I wanted to be a baby in a crib and be t- <laughs> like you know wrapped up and swaddled and shit. I was such a mess. And uh, when I came home, I got babied, and I like couldn't. And David was like so helpful and i i found myself like not even saying it to people almost being like yeah and then i got babyed and feel better but it's such a privilege to have that that oh, <laughs> what a cute <laughs> face it's such a privilege to have that that i was like that's actually like rude to say to people like i got babied and he was so like kind to me you know i was like i i um it was he is such a good
0: do you Good feel man. like maybe emotionally <clears> – <throat> excuse me. Do you feel like emo- – this is what I think. I don't know if this is probably re- crazy, but um, emotionally you heal faster. Like it's like not yeah. – emo- it's like it. something with the physical healing and like the emotional because you feel like kind of alone when you're like when you got burnt even mm-hmm. if there's people there. If David's not there, totally. you're just like no totally. one's paying attention to me the way they need to.
1: Totally. And I'm also like not the type – I always love like partnerships and always had like friends and lovers. Mm-hmm. But I wasn't like a big, I had some boyfriends, but like it was more like I like to keep it chill and I don't even, um, I can't even believe that I have this partner. He's just dope. And, um, but it totally is work. It's like work on ourselves and then putting that work into each other. We, We, you know, we're like, we're big into that.
0: I see y'all, like, two like two primates in a tree. Like, you know yeah. when they're grooming each other?
1: I fucking wish we and could And then live you in know when they're,
0: like, just, like, picking the whatever's in the I hair out? I wish. And then they look at it and then they eat it. Yeah. And they're like, i mm,
1: I'm such a picker, too. Tasty. I, like, love it. I wish. I, I was, like, just fantasizing about that earlier today. Being, like, house? stuck on an island together. That would just be a blast. This world is too much sometimes. <laughs> it's just talent? too fucking much. Dude. It is a uh, you know, having the president and the administration be a bully, like that bullying shit, you feel it. Yeah. And, like, you know, the system is what it is. It's always kind of been Trump in mm-hmm. a way. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? This is just the cartoon, the Saturday morning cartoon version of, like, the, like, hideous villain. Um, but uh, I'm, you're just feeling it. You know, it's just, like, too. Uh, too comically written yeah
0: you yeah. know it's, it, it's almost like a it's like a spoof correct it feels like a spoof. it's a
1: parody of itself you can't even satir. <coughs> it it's hard to satirize a parody
0: yeah because it's too e- it's almost like when someone goes uh you know let me tell you something funny you know something funny that it's like usually not that funny anymore because yeah. you already set it up as like you want to hear something funny right. and you're like well no it's not it doesn't have the same <laughs> it doesn't have the <clears throat> same impact as if i didn't know
1: yeah it's just been like, uh, you know, we were just talking about depression before we started recording. And it's like, it's just been a really depressing time. And I think everybody is, there's almost this constantly open door because of the state of things to to actually connect about what it feels like to be depressed because there, there's an just a depressing air. Right. It feels like sort of like, I don't even know history or whatever, but I'm like, um, Russia in the 80s or whatever. Right. Or I'm like. Pre, like the Berlin Wall, or whatever. I, I don't like really actually know what I'm saying, but you know, I'm like, the, like when a people were not just oppressed, but
0: depressed,
1: you know? It's, yeah, 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 yeah. It's, it's like, like every
0: day is gray almost. Yes. It's just like every day yeah. there's something, like, there's something piling on top of how fucked up it already is yes. every day. Yes. Like, it's like it won't get, it's like it just won't seem to get better or brighten no. up.
1: I like, um, <clears throat> you know, we also got married. I, we both were like marriage is stupid. Marriage is, <laughs> marriage is a How long were you
0: guys dating prior to getting married?
1: Um 5 years.
0: Okay, that's a that's a pretty decent time. Yeah, yeah. Amount of time Four and a reason.
1: half, five. Um but like I don't know what it was. This year I just like needed it. I was like we I need it. I need it. And it, like it has felt like solid mm-hmm. and has allowed me to like relax in certain ways or even trust him deeper. Okay. Then and I didn't even realize. Oh, I was like holding that shit back, you know. But the, I don't know. It, it and I, I needed that this year. I, I needed that. It's like the world is too was too. I had the opportunity, you know. Right. I had this person. And I was like, I, I I need this. It's it's a really tough time. Doesn't Every, it? Yeah.
0: Doesn't it almost feel like when you, so you have you have this union, and like you said, like with the crazy stuff that is going on in the world. Doesn't it almost feel like when you're playing freeze tag and you have like a bait, like bass, mm. I'm on bass right now. Like Ugh. when you're with your husband, it's like, right. it's almost like the world could be crumbling down <laughs> around. What was the, what did you call the, uh, the clear nail polish? Oh orb? yeah. It's like,
1: yeah, an orb. An so orb. it's like
0: everything's falling around the orb yeah. with you and uh right. young stud muff inside yeah. of it.
1: Yeah.
0: <laughs> Is that how it feels?
1: Yeah. That's so true. Like on the base. Totally. Um, I feel just so lucky and privileged to have it. I, like, honor it, you know? Mm. I really want to honor it and him.
0: What kind of advice would you give someone uh, about to make that leap or uh, that wanted to make that leap prior to making that leap? What would you tell them to, like, what could help them? To getting married? Yeah, what could help them?
1: Gosh, I really, like, I don't even know. I Well, you know, I feel more like I could talk about love than marriage, but... Mm -hmm. I guess I feel like, I feel so bureaucratic about marriage where I'm like, if you want to share your money with someone,
0: right.
1: get married. If you want to share your health insurance, get married. <laughs> you know? Right,
0: so basically, if you want to share the necessities of li- of living with somebody.
1: Yeah. If you want to be a legal entity <clears throat> with someone.
0: Mr. and Mrs.
1: Yeah. Like, I don't, I would say for single people, just Work on the relationships that you do have. Your friends. Just mm-hmm. be like the best fucking friend and the relationship with yourself. For people in relationships, I'd say it's always about like working on yourself and then bringing it back to the other person. But for looking to getting married,
2: mm-hmm.
1: I would say like read up on the um, legal benefits.
0: <laughs> you know? On the legal benefits?
1: Yeah. I think it's basically just health care. And I think they um, there's some like tax or something, a marriage tax. Like oh, wow. people get, I don't know what it is, but it's almost like the government's like wants people to get married so they like, give them. I don't know what the deal is, but I'm about to get
0: married, gentle. yeah. <laughs> get that guap, get the metro cards popping. <laughs> it's just yeah. gonna be lit, right?
1: Yeah, I don't think there's um,
0: no metro card breaks.
1: I don't, yeah, I don't, I don't even know like the point of getting married other than legal and financial. This other like emotional stuff happened as a result, but I still think it was going to happen anyway. Mm -hmm. This like feeling of solidity, and I don't know, maybe it wasn't. I don't know. Um, It did make something feel more solid to me. Um, Yeah.
0: As far as like what do you mean you like you think your direction or like where you're heading? Part of it is like life? saying
1: my husband instead of like my boyfriend. That
0: shit does sound mad adult. Nuts. You're adult and like I
1: love a it. Motherfucker. I fucking love it. Cuz I'm like I feel like uh you know, I don't know. I just it's I love it. I love saying husband. It's so it's you know what it feels like is like waspy drag like white really <laughs> white person drag my husband my husband you know it's it feels like um wasp drag okay um
0: shout out to all the wasp drags out there holding it down
1: but there's like something that's becoming like mine of it at first it was like ridiculous but there's something like that and um yeah just making uh feeling like freer uh, in the rest of our lives because we have that locked down
0: fucking locked mm. um that's dope thank you so much for that insight i think <laughs> i'm about to get married for the for the benji's yeah um <laughs> <Deguas>. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, That'd how- be so cool if they sent you a fucking metro car that would be oh awesome. lifetime unlimited mm. so i'm tired of being limited yo i'm mm. tired of having to be somewhere before eleven forty-five, and then i gotta talk to the toll booth clerk like
1: i swiped it earlier yeah <laughs>
0: Jesus, okay. Um. How important How important do you feel – this kind of ties into the last few questions. How, how important do you feel <clears> – <throat> excuse me – understanding is in a relationship or, like, wanting to understand? Or maybe just not even in a relationship, just in life. Like, wanting to understand. Yeah, in life. I'm like,
1: shit. that. you got to keep that shit in the forefront because this world is so wild and confusing and it is so hard to understand all uh, – you know, it's just – it's a, a fucking anomaly. It, it's contradictory. It's shitty. It's gorgeous beyond belief. There's, like, such beauty in the world and people and all that. It's, it's, like, a lot to take in. And as I get older, I feel like I can grasp more of the world, of cycles, of time, of the way the world works, of – excuse me, belch again, but I didn't, like, play it um, – of the nature of people. Mm-hmm. And – uh I don't think you can. One can understand it all, but just being like, "I'm open to understanding. I want to understand." Right. I think is if if false, I don't give a shit. A sense of control, right. you know. I don't care if it's like, <laughs> and who am I? Who am I uh, voicing? God or the devil? But it's like you think you have control, right. but I'm like, yeah, that's all I kind of need to. That's kind of the only fuel I need. I don't. I'm never really going to understand the entire world. Right. Even old people don't, because the world changes. Well,
0: well, that's the thing. Like, even like, so to me, comedy. Honestly, I was talking to uh, Michael Che about this the other night, and I was just like, "How is such shout a shout out to Che? Shout out to Che, MC, Young Cheezy, Young Cheezy." Hi, yeah, <laughs> Young like, Cheezy. I
1: love that,
0: dude. I was like, we're, I was just like, it's such a different world. Comedy is, and it helped me to want to understand more along the way. I mean, I've always been inquisitive, right. but I'm talking about trying to understand things that i wouldn't have even tried to understand before as opposed to being like oh i don't know about that shit whatever Mm -hmm. it's stupid or it's dumb or like i don't give a shit about it but then kind of tapping more into the empath side right is it empath or empath yeah empath empathical
1: or empathic yeah yeah
0: the empathical side makes me kind of want to learn so then i start to look at dinosaurs, I look at the old fucking geezers and the old people that are oh stuck in their God. ways and I kind of go, well, maybe if they wanted to understand and they were empathetic, maybe the world may be a little fucking better. Or maybe it may be a little different. They just have know?
2: to
1: die. There just has to be a meteor that comes I mean. and blows them all away. And it will. It's just going to take time because they're so fucking old, but they like hold on. They've like drank so much like straight liquor that yeah, they're just preserved scotch, from the in- it- preserved from the inside out and like they i do think i do think it's like so <sighs> i do think that there's that a more empathic generation such as ours mm-hmm. is going to run shit but that white supremacy shit is taught you know yeah, it's yeah, really yeah. fucking taught but but then like People watch a TV show, you know, with like a black dude at the as the lead right. and they like it or they find, you know, a woman, you know, like there's ways to sneak in into those like the, the uh, I, I don't know. White supremacy is like so deep, but I do think that um, a generation of empathy will rule eventually.
0: Um, that's Do you? I do, too. I feel like we're getting close. I feel like we outnumber the suckers. I feel like uh, love definitely outnumbers the suckers. Mm -hmm. Unfortunately, uh, you know, the biggest sucker is a head of the state right now. So it kind of it's almost like it's almost like, you know, we're outnumbering them. But then there's this one fucking guy spearheading the little bit of shitheads left where it's kind of fucking up the balance.
1: Like half the people didn't vote. Half voted for. Her half voted for him, mm-hmm. for Hillary Bottom Clinton, half voted for him, quote unquote him. Um, I'm like, are the other 50%, are they half and half? Are they split down the middle where they don't want to live, you know, among diversity but don't want to kill black people? You know what I mean? These, mm-hmm. like, are, is it, what is that other half that didn't vote? Who are they and what do they, like, believe? Because I wonder, um, I do wonder if it's you – know I don't feel like there's so few white supremacists. I feel like the people who voted for him do not like people of color, even if they are one, which mm-hmm. were very few, mm-hmm. and don't like women, even right. when they were women.
0: Right.
1: You know what I mean? I, I think they, like, love the original script that was written hundreds of years ago about whatever, white dudes are all geniuses. Right. <laughs> you and know what the- I mean? That original script. I'm, I'm like – they are fucking. They they are all about that misogynist, racist script. But that other half of people who didn't vote, are they just poor? Do they? I mean,
0: me personally, I didn't vote. I'm on probation for like until 2019, so I can't vote. So I get to thinking like, how many other people are in the same boat that are actual citizens of, of a second class citizens of America because we don't share the same liberties as the first class citizens? Right. So you're just kind of like, what do you do but roll with the punches? Like if you feel so. They're
1: disenfranchised. They are. They're poor. You know what I mean? They're fucking poor. But and that is the fucking point, I guess, to get that vote the voter you know, voter suppression is, is right. like such an issue. And I I guess it is, because it's like people should be able to vote even if they're poor. It's it's wild. It's wild how they um how they rigged the system. And I think – you know, it's always been rigged, but the even if even if it was kind of fake the air of like, everybody's equal. I'm like, it was still being said. I don't care if yeah. you know, it's like the system Totally racist from the beginning.
0: Dude, 43 white presidents. Well, 42... White male presidents. White male presidents. So even that, honestly, I felt like with Obama being the president <laughs> for eight years, it almost fucked their heads. Even if mm-hmm. they mm-hmm. didn't feel like, oh, I'm not right. Or even if they didn't feel, people didn't feel racist, it was almost so extreme that it was like a breath of fresh air to see a white male in so the I've office been, again. So
1: I've been thinking about this recently, before Obama was fucking Bush, mm-hmm. who was trump jr you know what i mean trump light and obama's black they're saying the worst shit in the world he's a lightning rod for racism and michelle for misogyny and misogyny against black women and women of color in particular and the response is 45 the creature that is the 45th president so we're all so fucking pissed off that i'm hoping the response to that is eight years Of the new whatever, of our side. Right. And maybe we could have the final obliterating side. But we have to just like muscle through this disgusting trash pile. Right.
0: That shit's fucking Maybe,
1: maybe there's maybe this'll maybe this is activating us.
0: I would love I think you know what's funny? I do feel like it's almost it's, it's 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 very sad. But I feel like it's also bringing people mm-hmm. together even more. Like, it's like now it's like, yo, what side do you want? Like, there's no. Totally. There's no. Remember back in the day when we were kids, when we were growing up, how our parents or like adults don't, in general didn't talk, talk about, about politics, politics I've been or religion. They didn't talk about any I've been any talking of
1: that. about this. It was rude to talk about yeah. politics or religion. Right.
0: And now it's like, yo, whose side are you on? And it's also <laughs> like.
1: That silence led to this. Absolutely. That silence was like, No, no, no. Everything's fine. Right. And it's like, no, you you do have to talk about it and you do have to do that work and you do have to earn your freedom. We do. And I'm like, I'm I'm down to. It's just it's just sad and you know, we're just getting like bullied and shit. But it's it's fine, whatever we have to do to right. eventually win.
0: I mean it is cool to to. Look. the sad part is you don't know who's who. Like there's so many fucking moles. I know. And then you just like
1: there's a lot of, and a lot here in New York. Oh, no, absolutely. New York is so much more racist than absolutely. I realized. You absolutely. know when he got like elected and there was all this. And also it's like the juiciest city, like right. such a, a densely populated and all these like swastikas all around. I'm like, honestly, how did someone even get away with it? There's so many jews in this you know i'm I'm. It, they just it's Dude, there's so, many so pent
0: up racist there's so many pent up and like i and know misogynist. you see it because like I, that brings me to the next thing I, I recently read about you uh firing two staffers right? oh
1: my gosh this was wild i it's so
0: but real quick can i ask you bizarre. was that was that something like was it an was it an immediate thing was it an immediate uh you know dismissal of these guys or was it something that you stewed on for a while and then you felt the i guy, have to do the this the first the first guy
1: was a so first of all can i just say like yes indulge in my like personal experience for a second which is like how bizarre is it that um for something to be like picked up as a story i'm like what it's what big. i don't know it's bizarre and i'm like good one <sighs> i don't know i said this to my pr people i was like oi when they sent this to me and they were like no, it's good. The news is, like, focusing on – or even infotainment news is, like, focusing on real or shit, which I was like, okay. <sighs> anyway, <clears throat> bizarre. But um, It's
0: not scandal, so that's, like
1: – Yeah, and, and it's and also it's about um, – Awareness. Awareness and yeah, feminism and right. gender equality. I'm like, okay. Um, but one was a background actor who, like, commented on my tits. And I was like, I'm the showrunner, dude. I'm, like, the star. Me and Abby are right. the showrunners and the stars and the writers and the creators – Leave.
0: And this was a backup actor?
1: I'm like, you don't even know, bro. Wow. And then the other guy was uh sound. So, but this
0: was immediately. This was like, yeah, a get, dude, out of get here. the fuck out of here.
1: Good one. Right. I was like, that guy just talked about my tits. And uh, my producer, Lily and Abby, were like, oh, let's let's make him leave. You yeah. know, let's get him out of here. I was like, oh, great. Get him out. The other one was a sound dude who weirdly like – um. It was like after hours drinking. But mm-hmm. he was he was new and this was like the second or third season, so I wasn't like a uh like innocent baby in the you know what I mean? I was like I'm a boss. Bouse. I'm a freaking bouse. Bouse. And so it's like after hours or whatever and we're um everyone's drunk but even still he like made a joke again about my my magnetic tits that I do that do run my life and I talk about them and they are my friends and my mm-hmm. children my tits but even still they're not for um they're yours yeah <laughs> yes yeah, yeah. my body um so he like made a um like joke I guess I'm doing air quotes of like um miming grabbing them and I was like you know I had that like thing of like closing away, like, that tension, that, like, tense butthole thing. And I'm like, no, that's not cool. And one of my, um, you know, the person who recommended him and a producer, really? (laughs) he, You know, one was, like, I just want to – well, one guy was, like, um, he was, like, saying, like, whatever you choose. And really, really, we have, like, really um, conscious people and men work on our show. Mm -hmm. And he was, like, you know, um, I support – you know whatever you you got to do like but um i just want to say he's not like a total creep and he's a he's a good guy generally and i was like great
0: and this was the but person I'm that not, recommended him yeah trying to cover up for him i'm
1: like great but you know i just don't want this uh person on set and another person was like it's it's kind of a he wasn't like pressuring me not to do it but he was just um not like definitely he was like you sure Hmm. you sure because it's like a thing and i was like yeah i'm sure
0: you sure you know how you feel <laughs> yeah about your about body About your body Are and you i sure? was like i'm
1: sure bitch and um like i said in that post um you know i've been sexually harassed more times than i can remember i was about to ask as you a how woman and as and i also this? got these i'm obsessed with my tits they run my life mm-hmm. and i got these tits when i was nine okay i went through puberty so young like hairy and like tits and all this like i'm just i was just it was the tall girls and me going Mm -hmm. through puberty um at in like fourth and fifth grade and um i just have experienced so much fucking gnarly shit from such a young age at a really young at a really young age i realized how many um people and men were not afraid to be sexual towards children Mm -hmm. i was like a kid you know what i mean. Like, even even women. People are, people are weird. And um, I just am, like, pretty hypersensitive to it. So uh, that's kind of my, like, how it came about. I'm just like, this is... But I'm, that's not being hypersensitive. Um, I've just been... So I'm like, everybody has been sexually harassed. And men experience sexual harassment. Women more because I mean, we're...
0: I the outweighed, outweighed yeah gazillion. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> women, like, right, right. That's
1: right. Um, I don't have to, like, include everybody all the fucking time. Um... So I, um, you know, I've been more times than I can remember starting at nine, basically people Mm -hmm. being like fucking weird and shit. And, um, most of the time I'm frozen and am processing, was that just sexual harassment? And, um, you know, most of the time you don't get to do the thing that you wish you could do. Um, but in these cases I could, so it was a privilege and I had to.
0: Next, next, uh that leads to the next question. What do you tell people that are scared to speak up, whether it be from getting fired from a job, whether it be from not getting the job, uh feeling like they're ruining a friendship, ruining a family? What do you tell those people that are in this, those positions like that, that may be scared to speak up or?
1: Do you mean re- regarding sexual harassment? Yes, absolutely. Oh, oh. <clears throat> um, so it's like, I, I really have – I'm, like, ashamed of so many times that I haven't said the right thing, haven't said something back. Every – like, I, I had also this, like, weird – also, I'm just a sexual person, and people feel that. And I, I get that there's, like, missed um, – I understand how men are confused by my confidence and my – you know, so that they'll take advantage of it. And mm-hmm. then I'm like, ew. Um But it's kind of just like, well, what if I were a dude? How would you respect a man? You know what I mean? It it does feel like common sense, but I understand how the wires get crossed as we're not taught certain things. Before I get to, like, advice, I want to say I have more times than not been um, not spoken up, felt, you know, brushed it off, being like, it's fine. You know, I'm fine. It's not like that. You know, I totally get the totally get the fear. And I. I also find it um, embarrassing when it happens to me. I totally feel like I caused it. Well, I'm I'm sexual and I'm, but I'm not even sexual. I just have big tits and I'm, you know, I'm friendly and confident. And they they, you know, men are confused by my, you know, whatever. I totally have made excuses, felt um, responsible, haven't said the thing, um, but you know this. This experience of yours to this hypothetical person who's experiencing sexual harassment, this experience of yours can be the first time that you speak up about it um, or the second time or the third time. You know, I, I um, often wish to, like, pause, rewind, Zach Morris time out, You're go right. back and be like, dude, you don't know, you know, say the right thing or whatever, but um, you can go back. There is no wrong time to address it. It's hard, too. It's um, it's so hard to stand up for yourself. You know, it's just sometimes and most of the time easier to just let shit go and learn how to deal with it on your own. But you can take the time to, like, gather the strength from your support network or your person or your people or whatever or the fucking mirror or your fucking dog, whatever. You can take that time and um, bring it back to that initial person. Something else I wanted to say was that, like, You know this Harvey Weinstein shit?
0: I was just about to go into that.
1: And and (laughs) Woody Allen's like, the poor guy. And you're like, ew, Woody Allen, you are attracted to, fucked, and married a child. You know? Like, really?
0: Come on, dude. Dude, his own kids fucking... Your
1: your own child. Like, come on, dude. But I just have to say, like, the world is sick. And Harvey Weinstein was just the white guy, the Jewish guy there at that time who right. got to create movies and the movie business, but it would have been somebody else. Right. Woody Allen, yes, a talented director, but it would have been some other Jewish guy creating the you know, American apparel look 30 years early, right. whatever. Right, right. It, it's not, um, they're just not smart enough to see above the script and, and most people aren't. Like, most people aren't. Men are victims of this patriarchy too. You know, that that's kind of what I want to get at right. is that like Harvey Weinstein didn't get to live a full life and be his full self. He like compartmentalized it and like squished it into places that it came out like black gunk. You know what I mean? Coming right. out of his like belly button. It's like in the wrong places. The guy obviously had talent or something about him and he was spoiling it because he's not, wasn't smart enough to figure out how to be a a, a healthy person. Right. You know what? Sexual harassment is is bad. But um, I'm also like, well, the the people slash men who do the sexual harassment, they're broken. You know what I mean? It's not from a powerful place that someone harasses or molests or rapes someone. It's from like a place of being broken. Right. You know, so it's it's kind of like a, I think it's a bigger issue than just punishing the perpetrator. I think it is like a, Larger education thing, and like even Woody Allen, like come on, so gross. And I'm, I'm like, get, I don't want to hear your thoughts on sexual harassment. Mm-hmm. I don't want to see you, Bill Cosby. I don't want to see his like sad ass fucking pictures ruining my ten years of like delicious memories that he gave me. Right. Now fully
0: You're perverted, style, right? and yeah, I'm like, you can't, can't like I've been trying to watch a movie with my girl and nah. as soon as it says Miramax, he's like. I'm
1: yeah <laughs> I'm like, oh, man. it's gross but i'm like they're yeah. sick that's yeah, yeah. sick that's a coming from a broken place if someone needs to fuck someone who's passed out that's an that's a sick person if someone needs to marry a kid fuck a kid and like marry a, their own kid that's a that's a fucked up person that's a sick person you know and and i'm not like oh woody woody but i'm just like, like well what do you fucking do the system is like fucking people
0: well that's what i was just gonna ask also was like cuz i'm all about trying to find the solution even if it's fucking impossible mm-hmm. it's worth a right. sh- fucking shot
1: wanting to understand right. even if you can't understand the whole thing
0: so it's like how do you how do we prevent how could we try to prevent shit that happened with you know, Harvey Weinstein. we going to use his name, like you said. It's use like it. A millions he, made of himself, fucking, he made
1: himself the perfect example. But there's a
0: millions of fucking people that are doing the same oh exact thing on every fucking level. Yes. So it's like, how do we combat and prevent that from even happening? Like,
1: I think by teaching younger generations how to deal with it, speak up about it, and how to not do it. You know, it's not just like teaching women how to defend themselves. It's also teaching men not to how to, not teaching men how to not sexually harass you can a man can say you look beautiful but not in a doctor's office a doctor can't say that to a patient not on the train i mean i'm 30 i'll take it <laughs> <laughs> when i was 18 i mean you know like when i was Sitting 18 when i got person, here no right? no no please it is funny and also this <laughs> is the world you know like when i was younger i was like if people were like saying stuff about my body it made me feel in danger yeah. but now that i'm older i'm like if some if somebody like just a general beautiful you're beautiful you know i don't know i'm like you can do it what about
0: you uptown Broadway, (laughs) barbershop 20 dominicans yo yo yo, god bless you mama i love it literally love it
1: i'm like god bless you but i have more agency now than i did when i was younger when i i don't know i don't know but yeah i am i that's
0: beautiful okay this leads to uh one of my final final questions. I have a. Um, I have a. I, I know you're in a rush. You have to go. If I could just get a couple more questions out of you, please. Um, that leads to the next question. Um, starting a movement. I don't know if you heard about this. This is in the streets. Heavy now. Well, not heavy. It's semi-heavy now. It's called the Hood Feminist Movement. Okay. And what we're doing is we're that trying. That is
1: Bola. Bows. Did not. I'm, I did not know what was coming I'm, out.
0: I'm looking for. Yes. Like I had the guys we fucked on. They were for my first guest actually. And I ran it past them. They seemed excited about it. The guys it. what? The guys we fucked podcast. Gotcha. The two, uh, Corinne and. Uh. Christina. Got you,
1: got you, got you.
0: And I ran it past them and they seemed to be pretty accepting of the idea and I, the way it came about was one That's cool. one night I'm on the train by myself. Um there's a there's a there's a woman sitting across from me, there's a dude sitting by the doors. And there's no one sitting in between the the woman and the dude. And this dude is just like just like basically talking to this woman. But like in an uncomfortable ass way. <laughs> and it just felt like, like I felt like she looked at me, but it's like that New York thing of like she doesn't know if I'm gonna right, just right. look the other way or whatever it was. So then I was thinking like it would be cool, like how they had the guardian angels. If right. there was like a movement, whether it be you wear a hat, a shirt, a pin, a brooch, or something that A woman could know that even though they're there by themselves, maybe they see another dude and they're like, dude, he's on my, I have an ally over there.
1: Dare I say you make a fucking video series about it and get the word out that way.
0: That's also what I was thinking. Yes. Because even like, even kind of like joking about, uh, I have this thing I say like to not cat call, to not cat call, where it's like, you could think what you want. Who fucking cares? But don't run home and mi- jerk off. Right, but don't you don't have to say anything. You don't have to make a crazy look. Right. You don't have to be a fucking human being. Right. So I call it cat thinking.
1: Oh, that you is think.
0: hysterical. So you think what you want. Oh, you
1: gotta make you gotta make this. And then you keep it moving. That's fucking funny.
0: So do I yep. have the stamp of approval?
1: I'm begging you to make this as a web series. I'm okay. begging you.
0: Okay.
1: Begging you. You can make it with a fucking iPhone, doesn't matter. Begging you.
0: Got my cameraman right here. That is yeah. so
1: fucking funny. And that's so funny! Wow,
0: and but like, just, ha- have you ever been in a situation where you, you you might be by yourself and you see a dude, and then this might be a dude being a creep, and you're just like, you don't know if you're by yourself or at least if somebody's gonna be like, "Yo, the fuck are you doing?" I dude? feel
1: like personally, I feel like, um, I don't know if this is everybody's experience, but I feel like most of the time the other guy got your back because he's not the fucking creep in the situation, mm-hmm. so he's like has the opportunity to be like a good guy right but i feel like what you're you're talking about being more active and conscious about it which but is th- it's different. like
0: you said it's like if you could I, I think if i could help the next guy coming up i can't change the dinosaurs mind. Right. no but at least if i can be like yo maybe i'm not fucking jay-z but i'm a dude just like you're a dude and i'm here and i have a voice and it's like at least i can give someone an idea of like of just some kind of common sense of like It's Dude. just got
1: to be like funny it, it it also it has to also it has to also undercut itself. Right. You know, I'm like cuz it's it's so blatantly good that it also cuz like the thing is like you know, the s- struggle is funny.
0: Oh yeah, absolutely.
1: So like what, you know, maybe it's like talking so like Ooh, them titties, I'd do this and this. and th- right. You know, I mean, right, that right. would be funny. Right. But then also, I'm like, something has to happen to you. Then you're like, then you you are, you know how, like, white people will, like, unknowingly, like, position themselves as white saviors? Yes. You know, and All I'm like, you don't want to be, like, a necessarily a woman savior, like, here to protect the women. Right. You know, where, I wonder if one thing would be, like, you try to protect a woman and she, like, doesn't need it.
2: Right.
0: And she She's- ends up protecting me.
1: Yeah. <laughs> exactly but also like the cat thinking cat thinking yourself into having to go home and jerk off right you know what i mean it's like it's
0: like your mind is like you're better than this
1: yeah yeah (laughs) And you're like you're such a perv you know but like i but then also having a legit movement attached to it is so funny yeah wow that's so dope
0: um okay last last uh few questions Oh, one, how often do you encounter space invaders? Like that one time when we were at the show, and then that woman came back and she <gasps> just invaded oh, the space. That sucked. Did you know I was about to be on my Kevin Costner? I was because <laughs> like, I had just <laughs> met you, and you graduated. I'm like, you're <laughs>
2: not going to ruin it for me. I was ready to jump
0: across <laughs> and apprehend yeah. the assailant. But how often and how the fucking weird is that?
1: Um, that's so funny, space invaders. Ugh, yas, you're dope. Um. I guess pretty regularly but I'm like getting the getting to learn how to like have a guard up which i is not natural to me and um also people don't want to be shitty mm-hmm. they just don't realize that they are being so often I think if you can communicate it people can get with that but I kind of have to like have the phrase in my head yeah. where I'm like I'm not trying to do this right now or like this isn't the same for me as it is for you right you know I just have like little phrases where People are like, oh, and it's like,
0: damn. So you got the fuck off catchphrases. I'm trying on that because, uh, like, I'm when I see you, you were just—I didn't know if she knew you or not—and you were just kind of like, but you did give off that energy of like, all right, this is uncomfortable. Well, it
1: just shut me down. I was having such a nice time. Who was with us? That it night? was
0: uh, Ashley, Ashley Brooks. Oh my Roberts.
1: god, that was such a delicious so evening. Oh my god, you know, and it was like it just like shuts off. And also the girl, but she sensed it, so she was like. Should I, I go? go? Yeah, and yeah, I was like, Yes, <laughs> thank you. You know, but I appreciate that. it. But it's just like um, I don't want to be can't, creeped s- out. You can't
0: steal a moment. Yeah, That's what we kept leave saying. me alone. Like, you, don't steal the moment. Yeah. Uh, all right. Last but not least, we fun. have a, we have a few questions yes. uh, from some uh, hopefuls. That's what we call my fans. Oh, we call them hopefuls. I love that. Do you have a name for your fans? I think no, you like the Glazer Reds, <laughs> the, um, yes, the Blazers, the Blazers, yes, Blazers.
2: Yeah. Okay. Before we get to those, can I ask my one? my one please sort of you, go question. you go ahead yeah. you go ahead so i'm not somebody that cat calls but i Aww. see cute girls on the train and yeah. i never want to say anything because i don't want to be a cat caller is there any way
1: okay so that? i think that you can like sort of be cute and try to look without staring and you can just say hi hmm. hi is the best all
2: right hi all right
1: and then that starts a conversation Hi.
0: What about it. what about a pack of Welch's fruit snacks with a note, a post-it attached, just like that's cute. Hey. It's a little
1: weird though. <laughs> I okay. would just stick. With <laughs> All right. I, won't okay. I won't do that. I won't do that.
0: I thought of that, but I won't. But it's cute. All right. All right, you ready for the mail question? Mail questions. Let's go. Right. Then we're out. All
2: right. What's your favorite bodega item you've never seen anywhere but in New York?
1: Oh my gosh. Um. Uh. Not not. Um. What are they? They're not Nutter Butters, but they're nut. Fuck. Um.
0: The Nutty Buddy, the ice Nutty creams? Buddies, Nutty Buddies. The ice creams with the little peanuts on top. No,
1: not the um ice cream, but the bar, the Nutty Buddy bar. It's almost like um pre whatchamacallit whatchamacallit. call
0: P- it, call it. Is peanut butter? Yeah. Damn, I think I remember those. <laughs> and
1: zebra cakes.
2: Zebra cakes loose. Are
0: yeah, zebra cakes are loose.
2: <laughs> <laughs> okay, next uh, question. What is your favorite word? Um,
0: husband. Hey, <laughs> husband. Shout out to David the scientist. <laughs> All We got all the formulas. You know? <laughs>
2: What's your favorite curse word and do you curse in front of your family?
1: Fuck and fuck yes. <laughs> I got my parents cursing for sure. Nice. Fuck yes.
2: All right. Obviously, comedy is your profession. But if it weren't comedy, what would your profession have been that you pursued?
1: I really love therapy. I think like a therapist or sex therapist. Also, like my dream one would be dancer. Like literal backup dancer.
0: Oh so like a fly girl? <laughs> yeah. I could see you as a fly girl, yo. I, like
1: pardon me. I'm like, I wish.
0: Young 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 Glazelo. You
1: yeah. Um dance when I was a kid, yeah. I did like gymnastics and dance, and I'm like, da, 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 you know.
2: Tell me something that is true that almost nobody agrees with you on. I guess
1: right now that uh no, that's maybe too serious. I don't fucking know. Let's go,
0: get serious. Just that
1: that I think like as like dudes come out about being sexually harassed and molested and shit, I actually think that's important. And people, I've talked to people about this. You know what it was? Because James Vanderbeek came out about mm-hmm. being lost it as a teenager. Oh, yeah, yeah. As a, like, sexy dean that. or whatever. And I'm like, that's incredible to mm-hmm. me. What script is there for a, a sexually abused straight man? Mm-hmm. You know, I actually think that's incredible. Um, but I was just talking to my friend Marcel, shout out to Marcel, um, today, and he was like, no, it's women's time. And I'm like, I get that, but I'm also like, You got to show if it's 5%, well, let's show those numbers then. You know what I mean? 20 times more women have been sexually harassed. Like, I think it's all kind of important just to get it all out because it's the first time we're having this conversation at all kind of in the mainstream.
2: You saw Terry Crews uh, came out too.
1: I know. That was also incredible. He is a phenomenal man.
2: I wasn't expecting that.
1: I mean, and like, just as being a black man and such a ripped
2: right, dude? Right.
1: Like compared to James Vanderbeek, it like I'm more surprised at Terry Cruz, to be honest. And and James Vanderbeek was like a teen sensation. It makes more sense. That was amazing. Right. I could I I do that's who it was. Somebody was saying to me, I he shouldn't come out. I'm like, are you
0: fucking right. kidding he me? Has, has fucking
1: Imagine the straight, ripped black dude who's also been molested but and emas- sees Terry Cruz
0: emasculated
1: why does that guy not deserve to have his voice, his experience voiced? That's right. Oh my gosh, that just took my breath away. Terry Crews, how brave.
2: Alright, you ready for the next question?
1: Yes. All right. <laughs> so what are you
2: not very good at?
1: I was gonna say like doing nothing and relaxing, but once I get in a groove, I am um, like what's a um
0: once I'm I get not in good the at running. Groove of doing nothing, I'm pretty I'm, good it. At it takes
1: me like three days to actually <laughs> relax. It really does. I'm not good at running. Big titties, like it, I just fucking hate jogging and running. I'm done in two blocks. I'm done. Okay.
0: All right. It's because of my knees. I don't like to run, mm. but I can only imagine.
1: All right. <laughs> well, it's like your balls. I'm like, yeah. it just seems annoying to, like, mock- I guess you, like, wear tight underwear or something, but.
0: Or something else, not that bad. My knees are bit- Yeah, the knees yeah, are the worst. All the years of Timberland wearing. Right. Wearing They're not <laughs>
1: supportive. I would think they were so supportive. They don't
0: make comfort for the hood. Are you mm, kidding me? Right. They don't want us to wear rock ports and new balances. Right. They don't want us infiltrating the orthopedic society. Right. That's why they give Damn. us the Tims for the struggle. Shit. It pairs well with the struggle, though. Tims and the struggle pair well.
1: I thought they were comfy. That's that's a no, bummer.
0: Only if you put like some Doctor Shoals in them. You mm. could do that. Yeah. I just, why don't you just do it? I love
1: some fucking um, orthotics. <laughs> All
2: right, we got two more. Two more. On a scale of one to ten, how weird are you, and can you give an example as to why?
1: I'm like a seven point two five weird. <laughs> um, I'm a big, I'm like, I'm a big like picker and squeezer. When I was younger, I I bit my toenails. I like ripped all my toenails with, off, with and I would your, even your, bite my toenails with, your teeth? with my teeth. That's weird. That's like bizarre. That's not even weird. That's fucking next bizarrely level. weird. that's next level. Oh, it was so insane, dude. And I was too old to be biting my fucking toenails.
0: How old are we talking? I'm talking like fourteen. Oh, God. <laughs> fourteen,
1: and I was like, "Holy Damn. fuck!" And I was like, it was so neurotic and obsessive, and I was. I like had to do it if it, like, my toenail was too long. It was so weird. I would be hanging out with my friend Daniel and Eden. Shout out to Daniel and Eden. I'm going to have to go back and see who I tag in this. Um, but I, we would be hanging out and I'd be like, I'll be right back.
0: <laughs> in, in, in the midst of the chill?
1: Yeah, that's me trying to relax and have fun as a child so bizarre so that kind of stuff like weird like you should have
0: known you was gonna be a savant that's some savant yeah, shit right yeah. there that's some shit. that's some shit motherfuckers that play the piano with yeah. their toes do man. that's, <laughs> some, some, <laughs> that's some savant <laughs> shit right there yeah it's
1: like i that's like a that's like the, that kind of neurotic shit where i'm going nuts like on my body and like abusing myself in this weird nuance shout today. out to being
0: limber too though yo
1: like could yo, you yo, still yo. bite
0: the toenail to, to oh. today oh Oh, shit! I used to... Yo, I used to... She just put a fucking leg up to her head. I used to be able to put my leg over... Like I used to do the human pretzel when I was a kid.
1: What? Hysterical. Yo, That's what? a yoga move that I cannot yeah. do. Drove the
0: adults nuts. That is so yeah, yeah. funny. No, I can't even touch my toes. Me? Well, I can't either. I don't know if it's pork fried rice or what the fuck, but yeah.
2: But if you can do that, you're...
0: That's Already fucking. Nah. That. Well, you do yoga, though, right?
1: Yeah, and I, I did a lot of, like, I was really active as a kid. I'm, okay. I'm, you I'm ne- all about it. So,
0: but you never had, like, a, a lull in activities throughout your life? Like, there's never been a moment where you're, like, not active?
1: <sighs> no, recently I, I'm, I work more and don't exercise, and I'm like, ew.
0: But you're still active, though. so it's not Yeah, I'm like, running the
1: fuck around, but yeah. I'm not, like, um, really concentrating on my body yeah. as much as I wish I were. It's cool. I'm, get trying back to get, to it. I'm trying
0: to get into my yoga shit because yeah. my my shit, I be like Psh. yeah you know because I don't know how much the Bronx weighs but I got it on my back right. so it's a lot of wear right. and tear and I feel like I don't stretch enough that's and eventually right. my my legs are gonna fall off on the six train or something and I don't <laughs> got all of the healthcare that I need so I'm yeah. gonna just have to put it in my Herschel book bag. Shout out to Herschel. Herschel, <laughs> dude, yoga home. that's
1: a good idea. Yoga will keep you healthier.
0: Just to be, you know, just to feel, because, like, your bones, your bones shouldn't feel like So
1: I haven't been doing yoga garbage. for the past few weeks, and I, f- I do feel like garbage. Yeah. And it makes you feel so much better all around.
0: All right.
2: You ready for the last
0: one? Last question. y'all from the BX.
2: What is your spiritual practice? I know Jerry Seinfeld meditates regularly. Do you meditate or have a ritual of some kind?
1: I love this question, and I, like, recently realized it um, because I was talking about it, but I, I pray at yoga Before I do yoga, I, like, put my hands together and pray. And I'm not, um, (sighs) I'm not there yet with meditation. I wish I, I should just put a little more effort in trying five fucking minutes a day. Fine. But, and then build, whatever. But um, this yoga that I do is, um, I feel like my body is meditating. Mm. And that, that I love. Um. And then I, I do like pray before I like send the yoga thing. I'm like I'm gonna do this for this person and this person and whatever and so uh, for the culture. For the cult, I'm gonna do this for the culture. I'm gonna do this for my people. Um, that's where I'm at right now. Good question.
0: All right, final. Thank you so much. Thank you so much for hanging out. Thank you so much for being so informative. I feel like I've learned a lot so, by having you here. Me too. Every great time questions. we talk, I feel like even the last me time we hung. Too. I fucking learned, and I was bragging. I went home to my girl. I was like, babe, listen to what I learned about. Like I was in school or something.
1: That's so sweet. Dude, me too. I've been talking about... a phoenix born out of the concrete. I mean, the most beautiful thing I've ever heard.
0: Cardi B, what's up?
1: Um, yeah, it's such a pleasure to F- be here. Final question
0: well. for the hopefuls. Uh, we ask all of our guests this question uh, What would you tell someone just trying to come up in the struggle, trying to find their way? Uh, they feel like they, they, their chips are down, uh, things are dark. How, what would you tell them? Uh, give us a word to have uh, them keep moving forward.
1: Knowledge. I would say it's really hard to be in a shitty place but you're not the first and you're not the last to be in that place and the more knowledge you can have about why you're in the place that you're in and people who've been in your place but gotten out of it I think the the more you can find that path you know like oh there's a path to get out of this whether it's out of poverty which it's like yeah there's not there's not a great path and every story is like rags to riches it's like such a fucking lottery Mm -hmm. but there are enough examples out there that one can create their own path to get from point A to point B Um, and like you were saying before or like we were talking about about like wanting to understand versus actually understanding everything it's like I think just trying to understand the situation and wanting to understand can keep you moving and (laughs) living um, through it Uh, which we all just kind of need that carrot dangle in a way to keep get us to the next the next um step so knowledge
0: carrot dangle yo that's one of the things not to i know we're leaving but like that was the, <laughs> that was one of the things that honestly helped me in life and like even to pursue comedy or whatever or try to just be some do something with my life i dropped out in ninth grade i never wow. went back to school i don't have a g i don't have anything wow so i started getting information and reading books and then what would you do like, work Worked, hustled mostly, gotcha. and then just I didn't, I didn't have any f- dreams. I didn't have any goals. Wow. I went whichever way the wind blew. So, n-
1: ninth grade. So then what age were you when you discovered that you could do comedy?
0: 29. Wow. So I lived a life of just wow. like I'm so happy cool. to not be dead or in jail or whatever. Y- and-
1: yeah, and you'll, um, you're going to get to where you're going, and all that time, fucking 14 to 29, is going to be an endless amount of material for you. It's a different life, having a goal and not having a goal.
0: Right. And um But it's like you said, I saw once I saw there were people that dropped out in third grade, I felt like fuck I got a chance. Like once I saw there were people shit. that were never educated and like the heads of corporations or figure will their way to success of whatever their success was, it gave me some sort of a thing to be like, dude, I can fucking do it. And that's yeah. kind of what I want to do with this podcast. Like right. I want people that may feel like you know they may look at you and they may think you never struggled they may think right. you've never faced adversity they may think and you're like no i have i was just this is how i dealt with it mm-hmm. you know so i think that's it and also
1: hood feminist is gonna feminist show people movement. how people yeah. how people like you can make something happen
0: you know i i ain't oh, I got yes. all the money to be a philanthropist but i could hold the door for somebody you
1: know? yeah that's right
0: you know anyway thank you so much for thanks. coming. thanks for having this. me guys such a pleasure
1: ever. love hanging with you